Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this very special first episode of WZIP's Music Mixdown. I am your host, Logan Buchanan. Today, I'm joined by a very close friend of mine, Mr. Alex Henry. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm great, Logan. I'm, I'm grateful to be here on uh, this first episode. Yeah, I mean, today, we're going to be talking about something that I know you have a lot of experience in, the differences between college and commercial radio. Could you just give us a backstory of your commercial time? Um, yeah, I worked at a station uh, for four months. I won't say their name, but we worked mm-hmm. there, and uh, it was really cool. I got to learn a lot of uh, things, see the uh, ins and outs of how commercial worked. And uh, I'm also very familiar with other commercial stations, mm-hmm. and I've talked to them. So uh, I, I would say, you know, I have a lot of friends in the commercial industry. I've worked in the commercial industry, so I know quite a bit. And also then in a bit of an terms expert. of uh, <laughs> college radio, I've been doing college radio over a year now here at 88.1, and I am now the DJ director. So I, you know, I try to help all the up-and-coming DJs be the best DJ they can be in case they do want to go on to the college Absolutely. Um, so to get us started, what do you think college radio does better than commercial? Yeah, well, I would definitely say freedom. Mm. Um, but that that isn't necessarily to the commercial radio's fault. Um, but if you're asking what's better, I mean, freedom. You, you uh, Here at WZIP specifically, we have a lot of freedom and creativity in your breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more of a time frame between how long you can stay on air even, uh, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and yeah, just having that ability to be able to show your creative thoughts. You know, we have a lot of good DJs up here who, you know, they have an idea for their show Mm -hmm. that I would have never thought to do. Yeah. And I'm wow, that's really cool. And I know they would have never gotten to do that in the commercial radio. So definitely, um the creative aspect of it oh for sure i mean i know you guys you and uh your co-host for polar opposites jake have a lot of cool segments do you think you would be able to pull those off maybe in commercial or you think it'd be more strict yeah sure um so like we do a song review probably not probably mm-hmm. not going to be able to review a song on the majority of these commercial stations um at least the way that jake and i do it where we you know we say we're going to review it and then we review it and we give it an honest score mm-hmm. you might be able to talk about if you like a song or not uh, but definitely not in the format we do. Then we, you know, when we take in callers for our debates, that's a very commercial-esque thing, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, so I feel like you could definitely do that in the commercial level um, where, you know, Jake and I will have a debate and we have callers call in and help settle our debate. That's very commercial-esque. Uh, it would obviously depend on the station, but I feel like you could do that in uh, commercial as well. Gotcha. Well, on the flip side, what does commercial do better than at a college level? Well, you know, commercial – is making sure, you know, that you are a DJ mm-hmm. and that you're doing everything that a good DJ needs to be doing. And that is not to discredit any 88.1 college radio st- uh, station at all or any college radio station in general. Uh, but in the commercial level, you have a lot more rules. Mm-hmm. You have to follow these rules. But I, I like it, you know. You, you have your time frame within, you know, how long your break should be. Maybe, you know, at the station I worked at, we had um, two one-minute breaks at the one at the eleven hour, one at the forty-three hour, or forty one at the eleven minute, one at the forty-three minute. <laughs> yeah, and you would be able to have your minute-long break. So even that was um, pretty cool, but it was formatted, right? So you knew what it was. The other thing that I like about commercial is you always have giveaways. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like every commercial stadio ha- 
um, has a giveaway, and that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the college level, yes, we are an FM station, so we're grateful for that. But not every, you know, station has that FM where they're, you know, getting money, and we're not getting paid as DJs either. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like we are getting money at 88.1. Um, but, yeah, at the com- c- commercial level, that's how they make their money. You know, they're doing these giveaways, they're doing these sponsors, and, you know, they're that's how they make their bread. So you're able to actually do the giveaways, and I love doing giveaways. Mm-hmm. There's nothing cooler than, you know, hearing the excitement in somebody's voice when they just want a pair of tickets. Or uh, I remember I gave away a gold necklace on, a, <laughs> you know, St. Patrick's Day, and that was really, really cool. Uh, so just different things like that that you're able to give away. I love doing giveaways. Yeah, I mean, I've sat in with your show, and I can just see the grin on your smile, the grin on your face when you can hear the excitement in the callers' voices. Uh, so – you went from college to commercial. Do you think that prepared you for commercial? And if so, in what ways did college prepare you? Well, I was very fortunate uh, foremost because who trained me in college was somebody who was working in commercial mm-hmm. that still works in commercial to this day. Uh, and and she trained me very, very well. Uh, so I definitely think that I was prepared to go and even you know Chris Kepler, the uh, you know the manager here at eighty-eight point one, he was the one who reached out to me about the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Even though I had only been doing college radio for a month, mm-hmm. I had only been doing it a month. But he he thought I was ready, and I think Abby had a lot to do with that as well. And the reason being is because the way Abby trained me was how a commercial radio DJ would sound, mm-hmm. and Chris agreed with that. So when I was able to make a demo tape, it was something that was very uh, much ready for the um, commercial level. And I think that's something that I try to do, you know, with all my DJs mm-hmm. is to make sure that even if they don't want to go into commercial radio ever, they just do this for fun, which I think is awesome and I love it, yeah. that they know what it's like in the industry and that they are able to, they would know what to do in case they wanted to or they would be prepared. I think just in college radio in general, you know, with or without being a DJ, that everything you do up here whether you ever do it at the commercial level, mm-hmm. should be preparing you for the commercial level. Yeah, so absolutely. whether you're doing sports, what you do in sports should prepare you for sports um, commercial radio. Mm-hmm. If you're doing you know, news, that should get you ready for news. If you're doing you know, even social media stuff, how, they, how would they do it at a commercial level? Uh, so I definitely think that you know, college radio is a good stepping stone. And not everybody does college radio that goes to work to commercial radio. There mm-hmm. are people who have never done radio in their entire life that will, you know, create a demo and they'll end up going into commercial radio too. Now you use that word demo for our audience. Can you give a breakdown of what at least a radio demo looks like? Because I know not not just our listeners, but probably some of the people up here don't even know what a demo is. Yeah, a demo is essentially, I would say, anywhere from two to three minutes, four is stretching it, and Mm -hmm. it would probably depend on what kind of station you're um, trying to go to, but two to three minutes of just your takes from on air. And you can usually find that we find it in our logger, but everywhere has somewhere different where you can find your takes on air. And, uh, you essentially want to get, I would say four to five breaks, just regular breaks. Um, I would always include like an opener. So how you open your show, how you close your show, then your entertaining breaks, and then you want to do a weather. Most, uh, most you know, commercial stations, you're going to end up keeping, uh, you're going to end up still doing your weather. And even if you don't, it's cool to put it in there 
and show I know how to do the weather. And then if you have like a giveaway that you've done mm. or a phone call or something like that, I think it's really cool to show that you can be uh, entertaining and a personable person. Wow, that's an interesting personable phrase. person. A personable person, <laughs> uh, just you know somebody with a personality. Uh, so I try to p- put a phone call in there too. And then yeah, you, you that's your demo, and you send that to a station when you're trying to get hired. Yeah, and so you were given the opportunity by our manager Chris. He reached out to you about working at a commercial station. Were were you a little nervous? Like, why did you make that jump? What what intrigued you about commercial? I should say. Well, I loved doing radio in college, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, part of it was that I was good at it. And mm-hmm. Obviously, if I'm good at something, yeah. I like doing it. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I felt like I was good at it. I liked doing it. Other people thought I was really good at it. My friends, my family, and uh, yeah, when I got the opportunity, I'm like, so you're telling me I can get, I can get paid <laughs> for what I do right now? I mean, yeah. obviously, I still do what I do now without getting paid, but I can get paid for what I do. This sounds awesome. I, of course, I want to get paid. Um, and you know, I am a media. Study major. Not mm-hmm. everybody in WZIP is a media study major, um, but I figured, you know, regardless of the money, if I could do it for free, this is something that's going to prepare me mm-hmm. for um, just the broadcasting world in general. That would look pretty good on a resume. So I, I was a little nervous, uh, obviously, because it's new people, and I knew that commercial was a little different in it, some of the ways that they did stuff. For it, example, here. You know, you, you if you want to go on a, a break, mm-hmm. you end the last song, and there's silence, and you go on during that silence. And whenever you're ready, you click play on the next song. Well, in commercial, yeah. I knew timer. There's, there's a timer sometimes. Yeah. I had to get ready for that timer, and we have timers here too, uh, but not everywhere. Mm-hmm. And not just because we have them doesn't mean you have to use them mm-hmm. either. So, you know, I, I knew I was going to have to do timers. I knew I was going to have to do giveaways that actually were a lot of money. I yeah. couldn't mess these up. Um, how, uh, how shell shocking was that first day? Like, Oh, this is different. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty weird because you know, when you you were me, right. Who had never touched a soundboard. And then a month later yeah. you're working in commercial <laughs> radio. You think you get a pretty high, you know, a, ba- a big, big head. head. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, I, I got pretty prideful. And, uh, so when I went into the commercial world, that's kind of how I felt. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm the man. I, I can do this. And I realized there's a lot of different things I was going to have to uh, definitely sit down, sit back, and uh, maybe re- relearn certain things or learn new things uh, because every station is different too. And I think that's that's really cool. I noticed I have not worked in commercial, but just working here at a college level, I am learning something new every single day, whether it's about media or just about this is how you do this in this situation. Like It's really interesting. Uh, to end us off, Alex, I want to know, in your whole radio experience, both commercial and college, what's been your favorite memory or moment or something that just sticks with you that's like, this is why I love radio? Yeah, I mean, to put it on one, that that's hard, yeah. but I love calls. Mm-hmm. I love calls because at the end of the day, a call is somebody who's making an effort that listens to your station all the time. They're making an effort to call in, and they just want to talk. And then being able – you know, when I get an excited call and they're like, 88.1's the best. I, yeah. love, I love it. <laughs> or, you know, the old station I worked at, we love you guys. And then I know, like, playing that on air has mm-hmm. got to be, like, the coolest feeling when they hear themselves in their car and they hear their voice on the radio. I love I love that feeling. Uh, I love listening to new music, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely having just 
that ability to be able to like make somebody's day in that way, I think is really cool. That's awesome. Well, Alex, if someone wanted to call in and hear your voice, where, when can they hear you? When exactly could they hear you? They could hear me Tuesdays and Thursdays on 88.1 from 3 to 5. Wow. Well, thank you for joining me here on this very special first episode of Music Mixdown. If you guys stay tuned, listen, give us some likes. You know, I've been your host, Logan Buchanan, and I was joined by my lovely friend, Alex Henry. Thank you guys for listening.